Hillbilly Horror Stories presents Eerie Encounters. This is my house-sitting story. So two months after my brother and his wife bought a new house, they had to go out of town and they needed their cats fed. Their house and my office are both a good drive from my apartment, but only a few minutes from each other. My brother said that if I wanted to, I could just stay over in his guest room rather than driving among the three places. So I got the keys and the instructions. I was staying there for three nights, Monday through Wednesday. Monday evening was uneventful until about midnight. I was lying on a living room couch watching Conan, with a cat lying on my chest. I started to drift off to sleep. The next thing I knew, I was standing in pitch black darkness. I completely freaked out. I had no idea where I was. I felt around in the dark and I felt nothing. Finally, I realized that there actually was a faint blue light coming from above. I moved towards it and then understood where I was. I was in the freaking basement. The light was coming through the basement door at the top of the stairs, which leads to the kitchen. Just enough moonlight apparently made it through from a window elsewhere in the kitchen. I bolted up the stairs, turned on the kitchen light, and closed the basement door. I was terrified until I calmed down enough to come to the conclusion that you probably already came to. I had sleepwalked all the way down the stairs after opening the basement door, which I know was closed. A couple of things are important to this story. First, the basement. The house was very nice, actually more than they should have been able to afford. The only exception was the basement. I had only seen the basement once when I first got the tour. It was totally unfinished and was the one major thing that they wanted to fix up. All they had down there was some boxes and the washer and dryer. I had no reason to want to go down there and had kind of forgotten that it even existed. The other point is the sleepwalking is kind of a thing in my family, almost an inside joke. My brother talked in his sleep constantly and would sleepwalk sometimes, and it always scared the hell out of me. The idea of people doing things in their sleep just creeps me out to the core. Still does. My brother knew this and would tease me about it, so it was known in my family that I had this phobia. But as far as I know, I had never ever sleepwalked until that night. The image kept playing in my mind over and over. Me, asleep, getting up from the couch, walking to the kitchen, opening the basement door, and shuffling down the stairs into total darkness. Creepy as hell. Anyway, I saw the TV was still on in the living room. It was playing Wedding Crashers. I watched the rest of the movie, trying to laugh and think of the sleepwalking as a funny story to tell my brother. When I went upstairs to go to sleep in the guest room, I stayed asleep. That was night one. The next morning, in the light of day, it didn't seem that scary. I texted my brother, and we joked around a little bit about it. All day, I wasn't bothered one bit. But, as I'm walking out of my office to the car, I'm overcome with this sense of dread. All of a sudden, the thought of going to sleep in that house, and maybe sleepwalking again, is scaring me. So, I had a plan. I stop at the hardware store and I pick up one of those rubber door stopper wedges. When I got back to the house, I jam this into the crack under the basement door and I kick it in until it's as far as it can go. 
I test out trying to open the door and it won't budge. Perfect. Later, I go upstairs and I fall asleep. When I wake up, I swear to God I think I'm dreaming. I was standing in darkness again, but this time I know exactly where I am. The smell's the same, the concrete floor under my feet's the same. I look around for the light from upstairs, and it takes me a little longer to find it because it's farther away. Last night, I was only a couple of feet from the stairs. This night, I was maybe 10 feet. I run up and turn on the kitchen lights. I see the rubber wedge on the floor a couple of feet away, as if I had tossed it there. Again, I can't stop picturing myself sleepwalking. Out of the bedroom, down the stairs, trying to open the basement door, bending down and yanking out the wedge, and then again, slowly down into the darkness. I decided that I was turning on the basement lights and they were staying on. I opened the door and I flipped the switch to the basement stairway. I saw there was a main switch at the bottom of the stairs. To give you a quick sense of the layout, the staircase splits the basement into two parts. To the right is the small area with the washer and dryer. To the left is the big wide open area. Anyway, I walked down. I turned on the lights for the whole basement. That's when I noticed something that I hadn't noticed when my brother gave me the tour. About 10 to 15 feet away in the big area, there was a door to what looked like a small closet. Now, this door was closed, but it had no doorknob, just an empty hole. So it looked like it would be freely swinging open. I realized that it was very close to where I had just awoken. That's when the freakiest thought came to me. It was as if each night I was heading to that door and getting a little farther each time before I woke up. Now, as soon as that thought popped into my head, I booked it up the stairs again and left the lights on and closed the door. I went up to the bedroom, but it took me forever to actually fall asleep this time. That was night two. The next morning, Wednesday morning, I woke up late for work. I didn't think about the basement at all because I was scrambling to get ready. At work, though, I was still curious about what was behind that door. So I texted my brother and asked. He replied, wait, why were you in the basement? I realized that when I texted him the day before, I never actually told him where I woke up. So I tell him I woke up in the basement, actually twice in a row now. After a while, he sends this novel length text about how the basement is creepy and not to go down there, etc. How they tried putting the litter boxes in the basement and the cats made a mess in the house because they refused to go down there and how he volunteers to do every chore other than the laundry so he doesn't have to go down there. He says all this stuff, and it's surprising to me because my brother never believed in the paranormal or superstitions ever since we were kids. I also realized that he never answered my question about the door, but I let it go. After work, I get the same feeling of dread as I'm walking to my car. I really don't want to stay there again, and I decide, screw it, I don't have to. So I go feed the cats, I get my stuff, and I drive back to my place. I'm supposed to feed the cats one more time, so I'll stop over in the morning. As I went to sleep at my apartment, I was thinking of all the steps that I would have to take to sleepwalk to the basement again. Find my car, parked around the block, drive the drive asleep to my brother's house, etc. But this time I sleep through the night. That was night three. Thursday morning, 
I stop at the house as planned. I'm about to leave when I remember that the basement lights are still on. I don't even hesitate to go down to turn them off. There was something about being there in the morning that, at the time, made it seem fine. When I go down again, that door without the doorknob catches my eye. And it also doesn't seem scary anymore. So what the hell? Let's see. I walk over to it, and I distinctly remember not feeling spooked at all. Until I reach my hand toward the doorknob hole to pull it open, and as soon as I do that, and I mean instantly, I feel this electric feeling like the air before a storm, and I imagine a hand coming through the hole and grabbing me. It was like zero to 60 going from no fear to being certain that something horrible would happen if I opened that door. It's hard to describe it other than that electric feeling. I booked it up the stairs and out of the house. So, a month later, I meet my brother for happy hour. A few drinks in, we start joking about me sleepwalking in the creepy basement. I remind him that he never answered me about what was behind the door. And he says, I don't want to know. Joking at first, but then insisting. Finally, he tells me, and I don't believe him. He's my big brother, and he's only been BSing me about a million times in my life. This was his explanation. The previous and first owners of the house had a teen daughter that used the basement as her bedroom. The door was her closet, where one night she curled up, took some pills, and killed herself. The family was going to remodel the basement, but after tearing it apart, they realized that they couldn't do it and had to move. That was why only the basement was unfinished and why my brother was able to afford the place. The seller had to disclose a suicide happened in the residence. He said that if I didn't believe him that I could look up the market values on identical houses in his track. And I know how much they paid for the house and it was way lower. He and his wife considered themselves rational people and they figured it was a bargain, but they didn't want to tell anyone why. After they moved in, his wife was fine with the basement, but he grew to hate it. He apologized for not saying anything to me before I stayed there, but he never thought I'd ever have a reason to go down in the basement. Now here's what convinced me. And I tell my brother, I said, okay, the only thing that makes me kind of believe you is that the last morning I was there, I went over to the closet door. And at this point, I see my brother's face change. And I continued. When I went to open it, the air felt like, and at that same instant, I say electricity, and my brother says electric. At the exact same time, I saw his face and I knew he was telling the truth. I've never stepped foot again in that basement and I haven't slept walk since. That story was sent by Kevin. I used to work at a place which required to be manned 24 hours a day. Reason being is that I handled sensitive documents and files and if someone needed that information in the middle of the night, I would have to fetch it for them or at least confirm that I had it. Anyway, security is kind of tight. Bars on the windows, multiple locked doors to get to where I am. 
They would give me work to do during the night, but underestimated how quickly I could get it done. So like most nights, I finished my work in like 30 to 45 minutes, and I pulled up my phone and played games or watched Netflix or browse Reddit. Since nobody else is in the building at night, it didn't really matter. So now it's getting to be the last third of my shift when all of a sudden I hear a door close. I look to the security camera and I see someone walking down a hall towards my room. At first I thought it was somebody that just came in ridiculously early. So I turn around and I wait for them to come in. But nobody came in and the hairs start raising on my neck. Now, this isn't a really big building, so I figure I'll find the guy, wherever he is. So I start checking offices and storage rooms, but I come up empty-handed. However, I do see that a fire door had shut. I go to try and rewind the camera, but the digital recording is password protected, and I don't know the password. Anyways, the whole thing freaked me out. The way that the person was walking down the hallway like a determined walk right to where I was. So I sit with my spine tingling for the last couple of hours of my shift and finally people start coming in. My replacement shows up and I tell her what I saw. And at this point, I figured I must have imagined the whole thing. I'm told to go home and the manager and the girl who replaced me would look over the camera. After getting home, I called my manager and asked what was on the camera. So they said that the video showed the fire door closing, but then the video froze for about an hour. The next thing it records is me reopening the door. The story was sent anonymously. When I was maybe six or seven, I was staying the night at my grandparents' house. I was on the couch trying to sleep when I heard whispering. They had a painting of my aunt hanging on the wall in the living room, and it appeared to be talking to me. Nothing creepy, though. It was talking the way that my aunt would talk to me, asking me if I was behaving in typical aunt talk. She tells me to wake my grandfather up because she needs to talk to him. I did, and when he realized that she wasn't there, he began scolding me. In between threats and insults, he noticed something moving outside the window. He grabbed his pistol and he told me to stay in the room with my grandmother. A minute or two later, we hear a gunshot. It turns out there is a prison for young adults about 20 miles from where they live. Three of them killed a guard and escaped. They were sizing the house up to take his truck and whatever else they could, but he saw them first. Ended up shooting one of them in the shoulder. I have no idea why that freaking picture was talking to me. They've never experienced ghosts before or since. The story came from Tucker. You have been listening to Hillbilly Horror Stories Presents Eerie Encounters. If you have an eerie encounter that you would like read on the show, please send it to hillbillyhorrorstories at gmail.com.